Welcome back, another week, another podcast. I'm here with Chris and Carl, so it's a bit more civilised this week, isn't it? <laughs> Only three of us. Just the refined human beings. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm Chris. <laughs> Cheers. And my question this week could be a controversial question. America, what's the point of it? And when I say America, I do realise that I mean the United States of America because there's South America, there's Central America. So I mean the United States of America. It's a good question. It is a good question. Um, what are they good for? I've got one thing. Friends. Friends for, is good. Yeah. Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. yeah but no. he's Italian-American, does he count? I, he's, he's half Italian. I suppose he's got American in the title. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, so is Joe Rogan. He's Italian American. That's true as well. Yeah. So people Americans are pretty rough math, but as long as they got half of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> and mo- most of them are Irish anyway. If you listen to them, they all claim to be Irish. Yes. Because it's a tr- to me right. It's a troublesome country, because I think there'll never be peace on this planet as long as we have more than one religion, and we have the United States of America. They're quite. A, they're quite a young country when you think about. Well, they've got no history. The history of it. And it's yeah, been a very history. short and violent history as well. Partly because of us. Yes. And we can take some responsibility for that. <laughs> but that's been their culture for the last couple of hundred years. I mean, even if you go back to the late 1900s, with their independence and their sovereignty from the British. Cause we it's set, taken them a couple of hundred years. We set the standard of this, didn't we, in hundreds of years ago. We were just on the move, travelling the world, murdering and killing and colonising, everything, yeah, all rape and pillaging everywhere. <laughs> uh, so we can't criticise America for that, because we set the, uh, I think we set the standard. Well, so you yeah. want to criticise more modern-day America? Yeah, because every time I... I I see a documentary or anything like that now, right? It's it's all these fanatics saying uh, it's... America is, uh, or oh, what's the term they use? Um, the most powerful country in the world. It's all great. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the greatest country in the world. It's not, it's a mess. It's probably about the uh, 20th greatest country in the world. Yeah, at a push. At can, a push. Can, can I just say, though, can we actually really say much because Britain's not much better at the moment? We're not. No. But the question was about America. <laughs> <laughs> we can self-inflect later. Okay. And... and one of the things that you often hear said is about Donald Trump and he's the leader of the free world. Now, I disagree with that. He's the leader of a country, not the world. Yeah, yeah he's the leader of a country, which yeah. is in a mess, and is one of the leading countries in the world, perhaps. If, but then it's only if you look at the um, socioeconomic sort of side of that. It, otherwise, what do they lead the world in? Death and destruction. Friendly fire. <laughs> yeah, well, they're known for Citizens. That. Per capita in prison, I think they need the. Uh, <laughs> that's what they're best for. And, and Americans themselves, right now, I'm sure there's a diverse group of Americans, but they're actually really lovely people. Yes, but they're obsessed, aren't they, with white teeth and guns? It depends on and where violence. you go. Because I went to Florida when I was, oh, I must have been about twelve, thirteen. So this was quite a while ago. But they're really nice people. When we went on the public transportation when we were out and about, they recognised immediately that we were different. They liked our accents. They just wanted to engage in conversation. We had nothing but good things to say about America wherever we went in terms of the people, but in terms of the leadership. But I suppose that's like anyway, wherever you wherever you go, you might find better people than other people, so it yeah. depends. I mean, like, 
when Clarkson, May and Hammond went to a, where did they go? And they were chased out of the town because they had homophobic stuff on their, their car. Yeah, they um, asked I, for that. I, I agree, but at the same time, it's like, take it as a joke. Because yeah. take, everyone else is taking it as a joke, so why can't you take it as a joke? So I think it depends on where in America you go. I think a lot of America, it's the sheer size of the country as well. <coughs> I think in terms of landmass, the UK alone fits inside Texas, I believe, is the measurement. Yeah. Oh, it so wouldn't surprise when, me. I think Texas is bigger than the landmass. So when them. you look at the, the scale of the country, you've got one state on its own that completely encompasses the UK. And then you've got how many? I mean, 50 states in America? States. So you've got another 50-odd yeah. mm-hmm. to deal with alone. And some of those are quite significant as well. So managing a country that size is no is no small feat, but especially when you've why got, have you got Donald Trump there. Especially when you've got state law and federal law. So state law can outrule federal law. It's like the marijuana law at the moment. It's like twenty states or something. It's, it's state law, but as soon as you leave that state, you can be done for it. Yeah, that, that so. confuses me. I, I, we've probably got a similar system in the UK, but you don't really hear that much about it. Yeah. But in America, you've got like county, state national federal and then you've got the supreme courts above all that yeah Yeah. it's just from watching documentaries if you've seen the making the murder documentary it talks about how the case had to go through five or six tiers of the american judicial system to get to the person at the top that made the final decision but i wouldn't have thought that it's like you fail at the first gate okay we'll go to the second one all right we'll escalate it to the third fourth fifth sixth seventh i didn't realize i mean it makes sense but it feels like there's too much there. It feels like it's too much. And, you know. I mean, we've, we've got that sort of system like that, but nowhere near to the extent. It's like three or four. No, you've got to have a lawyer present for all those different tiers. So the lawyers in America are probably making a fortune. Oh, yes. And that, it seems to be guilty until proven innocent in America at the moment rather than the opposite. Oh, yeah, but it's, it's, very, much, um, it's very much like that over here as well, mine. Yeah. I don't know why, though. Why have we all of a sudden turned into a society where people are guilty automatically before they're actually given a fair trial? Well, do you know, my brother used to say something years ago, right? He could never understand where somebody would be arrested for some sort of crime and they'd be going to the courtroom in the back of one of these prison vans or whatever. Now, they, they haven't been to the case or anything yet, so they haven't been proved guilty or innocent or either way. And people are there stoned in the van and trying yeah. to tip it over and smash the windows in and screaming abuse and everything. Nobody knows if he's done the, done it yet. I say he. could be a she. It's but nobody like knows if the person that they... Yeah, probably a he. <laughs> I, I do agree with you. I mean, not so much anymore, but it used to be the case if a female um, shouted rape the male would instantly get done for it, even though there's no yeah. proof to say that there was or wasn't. The thing is, if you add firearms to that equation, <laughs> you've got America. I mean, you see... Yeah, fight guns with guns, makes sense. You see some horrible clips online. I mean, there's been a, lo- a lot of police brutality in the media in America from the police force. Not necessarily um, an abundance of it, but it seems to take place in the poor communities where... I mean, maybe you don't get the same calibre of officer as you would elsewhere in America, but they seem to shoot first and ask questions later. They're not certainly, they're certainly crazy about using their firearms. Is that because there's a higher crime rate in poor communities? Because if they're all poor, then they're going to be, you know, well, rob- statistically robbing and mugging. Likely, and yeah. 
But I think... You can't assume that. You can't just say because that guy lives in a poor community he's more likely to steal and then shoot him and then find out that he does or doesn't. Possibly not, but if that's the way they're thinking that you know the crime rate is higher because it's a poor area so everybody needs money so they've got to get it one way or another they're robbing and it makes things worse it propagates the stereotype that the police aren't there to protect the citizens the police are just there to well, basically just make money for the government take care of business where it needs to be taken care of and yeah i mean you've seen some horrible stories of like really young kids 13 14 being shot and killed because the officer thought they had a firearm. And I know it's a difficult question. I don't, I'd never been in that situation or never will be, hopefully. But you've got to think that shooting someone is the last thing you'd want to do rather than quite willingly shoot someone. I mean, a lot of it is to do with the way that the suspects move their arms. So if they try to put their hands in their pockets or their back pockets or they, it looks like they're reaching for something, then they just get shot. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a difficult situation, but... But on the flip side, I mean, for the, the officer, most human beings, if they shoot someone and kill someone, especially a kid, it's going to kill them. Yeah. That, that will destroy them mentally, so, I mean... It's... But the good thing is they've started instituting body cameras on a lot of the police forces, and this is where the footage has come from, where there are some cases where the suspect being shot is a legitimate choice. You can see the decision, you can t- listen to the officer telling the person, look, if you keep doing this, you know the suspect was escalating the situation but you've seen a couple where the officer has his own motivations and they just get they just shoot the person they're they're almost looking to shoot that individual they're looking for an excuse to put a bullet in this you know the poor child is there any other ways though like is there another way other than using actual guns that can kill someone is it like beanbags because in prisons they use beanbag bullets rather than i mean and tasers and things like that where it's it's still incapacitating them but it's not killing them so why can't they start using things like that rather than carrying I don't think semi-automatics? With only them certain like. levels of the UK police force have... It's only armed response as far as I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we must be doing something right in regards to the general day-to-day handling of crime. It, it seems to be... It almost seems to be more noble, I guess. Yeah. They use their hands or a baton rather than... You know, shooting. So, I mean, you know, you can sit, you can still hurt someone with a baton, but once you get a few clubs of those, you get yeah. the idea. Whereas shooting someone is a bit it's of a It's more about incapacitating yeah. them. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I'm right on this one, but there was a school shooting in Britain in the 60s, I think. And from that, that's when they banned guns in Britain. It's because there was a school shooting. The same happened shooting. in Australia. I think there was a... I can't remember what the name of the port was, but it was one of the worst shootings in Australian history. Probably the worst... And after that, they said, right, no more guns. That's what civilised people do. Whereas the Americans go, we'll give the teachers guns to try and stop the school shooting. (laughs) It's adding more guns to the equation to try and solve a gun problem, which results in everyday civilians having weapons akin to the military in their home. They've got assault. What do you need an assault rifle for? If you're a hunter, you have a hunting rifle. You have those bolt rifles that you use to shoot pheasants or deer and things like that and that's fine some people have shotguns to shoot rabbits and other small woodland critters but <laughs> and that's that's still a bit of overkill isn't it? <laughs> i mean it, it can be i know they, they use shotguns to shoot pheasants and geese and other poultry and birds but why do you need an assault rifle to defend your home and that's another question that often props up 
when you talk about America is home defence. Most civilians have a gun in their home ready to defend it. Defend it from what? I mean, what is the statistic, what is the likelihood that you're going to get burgled? I mean, yes, in smaller communities where crime is rife, I suppose it makes sense to defend yourself or have. If you could have a gun in the UK right now, would you have one? I don't For leisurely purposes, yes. If I could go to somewhere and shoot bottles or something like that, then yes. But I wouldn't just have it for the sake of having I it. I definitely go to a shooting range on a regular basis. Yeah. I like the idea of shooting ranges. I like if guns are going to be a part of not necessarily a culture, but if they're going to be available, then I think it's sensible to learn how to use one. And I'd certainly go to a shooting range on a regular basis. And I think I'd love to learn to hunt as well. But I'd never have one sitting around the house Probably because I'd end up hurting myself. <laughs> to be honest, I know myself better, and I would probably hurt just, myself. Just apparently, there are two million uh, home burglaries a year in America. Now, based on the size of that country, if you break that down per state, it's not, it's not, that it's not too bad. No. I mean, what's the population of America? And I can guarantee a significant percentage happens in those much poorer areas and the poorer states. But you'll also find that the poor areas will band together so they won't steal from each other because they, they're all in the same boat, so they'll stick together. Well, it's the same stuff just circulating in, isn't it? It's, just, it's mo- mostly gang crime. You know, you have g- gang A and gang B. They get drugs, they get drugs, and then they just start killing each other. It seems to be a way of life in those smaller communities. You're either part of the 1% that makes it out into the rest of society or you just stay there and fester and... The gang crime gang. though is all across the world. There's one in, this this happens in London all the time. I know of it happening in London when I was living there. Well, I watched a documentary about moped crime in the UK. Oh, is it massive? That's that's insane. Yeah. Because London is so busy, and the roads are congested. The police, well, I think they've tried to take action against it now. But moped crime was rampant. They can get in and out of traffic. People. I mean, it's another topic, but people are stupid enough to just stand there on their phones all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So you know, people are standing there, no, nothing to know what's going on around them, and then the moped guys will just come yeah. along. They got the headphones in, yeah, out of this world, and then gone. I think the reason it makes it easier in in the UK is because people generally don't have anything to defend themselves. So when they take that phone out of your hands, by the time you realise what happens, those criminals are gone. But in America, you're gonna get shot. If that, that person could have a gun, yeah, it's yeah. very likely that some, some people do carry them in public. You are allowed in it's certain states to bear arms in public if you have a license. It's part of the, um, their, their rights as an American. Yeah. It's the Fifth Amendment or something. It's the, the right well, to bear arms. See, the, but, but there's no mention of guns. It's, it's the right to bear arms. So, you know, you can, do, you can have a weapon to defend yourself. But there's no mention of actually of of guns and yet as soon as you try and do anything with the guns you make any new laws to you know prevent use of stuff they're all up in arms about it well it was to empower the people against the tyrannical government they said you have the right to bear arms to defend yourself should the government become corrupt and need a response to a particular type of situation now people have taken that to say well I want a gun to defend my house now in case you know someone else tries to steal from me why has no one shot Trump yet then I mean, that government, that's, that's a very good point to use your guns at that moment against the government is Trump. The only thing Trump has done is reignited the, the American populace's passion in politics because they've gone, 
right, yeah, we, we need to sort this out because we can't vote someone like that into power again. Yeah. And a lot of people have started still, talking about I'm still about surprised politics. he hasn't been assassinated. I genuinely thought he was going to be assassinated in his first year. I did. I did. Yeah, he I was thought. tried to be assassinated by a British guy before he even got president. I, just, I thought there was going to be an assassination attempt, at least. I mean, he's the first, first super president that... He's an idiot on Twitter as well. He uses social media. <laughs> I think he's to a complete disadvantage. He's a I follow him on Twitter, and I thought the president, because when I watched Obama doing that episode with Bear Grylls, he said, "Oh, I haven't got. I've got a phone." He said, "But it's not connected to anything." He said, "I'm not allowed to send, you know, twitters and all this sort of stuff." But Trump does, and he sends. And I follow him on Twitter, and the things he comes out with are hilarious. But he doesn't give a shit. He'll just say whatever's on his mind. He'll just rattle it straight off. He doesn't run it through any advisors or anything like that. What do you think of this? Do you think I should say this? Or how should we reword this? He'll just type it in and send it out. I mean, in some respect, I respect... His ability to do that. Yeah. yeah. It, he's, you can tell that he speaks his mind. Yeah. But he's a moron. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking your mind as the President of the United States probably isn't the best thing to do. I mean, didn't he, didn't he have a very heated argument with Kim Jong-un. I think he used to call him like a... Baby. A stroppy teenager, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a baby with a missile or something like that. I mean, do you really... <laughs> I mean, if it's the average person calling another average person something, you know, it's just two people annoying each other on the internet. But when you start insulting leaders of countries that are on the teetering point of attacking one of us anyway, it's probably not the best idea... Stop yeah, poking the bear. If, if he did attack America, there'd be no such thing as uh, South Korea now. No, <laughs> North Korea. It would just be wiped off the map instantly. Yeah. yeah, but I think I think he's hilarious. Well, I was in. I was on holidays in Jersey in the Channel Islands in November 2016 when they were doing the the voting and stuff. And I woke up the next morning. And I thought, right. Well, actually, the night before when they were doing it, I thought, right, okay. There's only two people left now, isn't there? It was between Clinton or, or Trump. It was a lesser of two evils in that one. And, and it was, yeah, and I thought, right, okay, if it's Trump, he's an idiot. He's it's like nothing to do with politics. Um, but if it's Clinton, we'll all be dead by Christmas anyway in a, in a nuclear fireball. So she's going to kill us all because she's a maniac. Um, and I was quite relieved that it was Trump. But my impression of America now is it's gone from being this sort of overshadowing country, all-powerful and everything, to a comedy. It's a TV show now, America is, and it, he's just like a, a comedy character. And I think it's, it's... You don't look at that country as being sort of the leader of the world anymore because he's in it. Having said that, if you look at the figures and what he's achieved, he's achieved quite a fair bit. As of today, I think there's another three hundred and four thousand Americans in jobs. That's pretty good. In fairness, though, he's a businessman, and, and running a country is running a business. It, so it he is. should he should be very very good at it. I mean, it, you put the politics into it anyway, but business has politics. You have to you have yeah. to uh, help everyone in business anyway. So sh technically, he should be very very good at it. I, and I think there was definitely a role for him in the government because of the, he knows how to negotiate and stuff like that. And I think he would have been a great advisor for the for all the financials and how to deal with other countries and stuff like that. But to put him in charge of things like the army, the navy, the air force, and the nuclear button, yeah. However, like, he does still have the? to go to Congress. He still has to get everyone say before he can do something. Yeah. It's 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 not as simple as just pushing a button. I he can't do that. A lot of what he does is overshadowed by the fact that. He's an idiot. Of his public outbursts <laughs> and his idiot. 
inability to contain his mouth sometimes. It, it, it ha- I think it happened in the debates. They were, it started off as a debate and then it just turned into a high school slanging match, which I know they jibe each other all the time and you know they obviously want to try and rile the other person up for, for the sake of votes and yeah. try to teeter someone over the edge. But I think his problem is that he's slightly sexist, slightly racist and wants to put up a wall so that the no immigrants can come in. Yeah, there's a lot you, of controversy around well, his past. Well, everybody else calls them yeah. immigrants. They're, they're gang members to Trump. <laughs> yeah. They're all rapists and gang members. That's, that's the way he looks at them. But Joe Rogan, right, said, when, when somebody said to him, well, why do you think Trump got voted in? And he said, basically, what you just said now is that he's yeah. the lesser of two evils. He said, on the one hand, you had a madman. On the other hand, you had the devil. Yeah. So, you know, people went for the, the, the madman rather than the devil. I suppose at least Trump airs his dirty laundry in front of everyone. He's not afraid of yeah. speaking his mind. Whereas I think the biggest part about Hillary Clinton was all those emails that were leaked and the the amount of things she was discussing behind closed doors yeah. about the American population and the things that she wanted to do. So, I mean, but let's be honest, the only reason she's there is because of Bill. Oh yeah. If oh, it yeah, wasn't yeah. for her husband, I don't think she would have ever become the the focal point of politics that she does now. Yeah, no, you're right. Can, can you hear that? Or is it just me? No, I can hear it. I think it's, it's the it's pipe. In yeah, it's it's sounds like somebody just flushed the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think uh, Michelle Obama would be the next. Would be the first female president anyway. No, I think she'd be great because everyone thinks she'd be great. She, I, I liked Obama himself because um, I thought uh, as a world leader a, a leader of a country he was brilliant he had the right sort of stature and everything he looked sort of elegant he was eloquent in his in his speeches and stuff like that and he he would come across as quite cool did we ever see the bit where he he made the speech at yeah, the correspondence yeah. dinner mic draws, and he <laughs> just drops the mic like yeah. that. that was outstanding. I watched that about <laughs> three times in a row I thought that was brilliant he was good he was a bit weak where he'd rather back down to China and Russia than anybody else, but but he was, you know, you come across as a leader of a of a big country, but Trump just doesn't come across well, like they say. He comes across as like a comedy character, like as if they're having a laugh. Yeah. Well, Obama utilized social media sparingly but sensibly. He'd use it at the appropriate times. He would use it to promote a cause. He did between the two ferns with Zach Galifianakis. If you've ever seen that online it's no, it's I, absolutely I, hilarious i don't even know what you just said it's if you know who zach alfanak hangover movies right the guy with the beard the guy with the beard no, the one that looks homeless and is mental it, in those films you've never seen the hangover movies I, th- I think i saw the first one yeah it didn't really do it for me so i never watched the others so what he was doing is obama's legacy is his healthcare system obamacare and yeah pushing the insurance out for people who can't necessarily afford the premiums that was offering at the time. So he did quite a few promotional <coughs> tours for that. And he did quite a few things on, he did a few skits online with different celebrities and different things, and it was great. But I feel like he did that at an appropriate time when he was trying to promote this Obamacare system. Whereas Trump, it's, it's like you said earlier, he's, it's, it's like a comedy show, or it's like an American drama where, you know, episode one is last week where he does this and, you know, Next mm. week he'll do something different. He tweets about all sorts of nonsense. He responds to the people trying to aggravate him, so he looks like a petulant child. 
I just think he needs to dial it back a little bit. I agree with the Obamacare, by the way. I think that's a brilliant system for America. It's basically the NHS. I think... And it needs it. Because it's so expensive in America to get anything. You have to pay for all your medication, absolutely everything. You have to I pay think the system stuff. they incorporated into the country was, for the price of a mobile phone bill, maybe like 20 or $30 a month, you could get affordable health care based on existing conditions, pre-existing conditions, anything you know that could potentially happen. Mm. But I think that's another thing about America is if someone's if someone just drops down in the middle of the street and they take you to the nearest hospital and it just so happens that that's a hospital that charges you X amount for this and X amount of that by the time you're brought back to full health and you're let out you've probably just incurred like fifty, sixty thousand dollars worth yeah. of medical charges if you've got insurance then that will generally take care of it your premiums might change but it's expensive to be sick in America. So uh, what does a normal person have to, you know, how do they get around that then? If health they've insurance. Just, if they've just been run over and they haven't got health insurance. They pay. You have to pay. It's okay. So that somehow they've got to find fifty, sixty thousand pounds £60,000, for example, if that's yeah. a bill. They won't. Or they won't find it, will they? So what they'll, happens they'll, to they'll, they'll go home and that's it. They'll get a, I think they'll get a very minimum amount of care of just to keep you alive. Right. And say if you've broken a bone, they might put in a splint or something and then take you, and then you shift off them. People go bankrupt because of their medical bills in America. I mean, yeah, cancer and stuff. They're, they're so expensive yeah. to look after a cancer that no yeah. one even does it anymore. You, yeah. the hor- some people say horrible things that they would have rather died than well, live through the events. They, they'd lose their home, they'd lose their families, they'd lose their cars. They'd have to get you know two or three jobs just to keep themselves afloat. They live in, you know, state housing. Their, their, their life just completely changes. Well, there's, there's been cases where people have found out they're going to die in like six months, taken out loads and loads of loans to, to cover it or to go off and do something and then survive, then they've had to pay it all back again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, there are pros and cons to, I mean, any any system. Like, if you've got the money in America, you can get whatever you want. You can get the yeah. best health care available, even... Even the average citizen, if they're, if they're sensible enough, can get health insurance. Like I said, it's the cost of you know maybe a mobile phone bill or a little bit more every month, and you can get adequate health care. It's in your best interest to stay healthy in America, despite the stereotype that yeah, yeah. they're all overweight, which they are. But <laughs> Well, now this brings me on to another question. If they're all overweight, so how are their teeth so white? How will they get in all this food into their body when it's not passing their teeth? They must have good dental care. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're obsessed with it. Every time you ever see an American, brilliant white teeth, like Richard Hammond's. Obviously, Adam Dunn. That's probably what it is. They've <laughs> probably all got white teeth in kits and just do that. And yet they're all overweight. Well, they, they, well, they're injecting fat into the veins, are they? Rather than <laughs> It comes from the old... If you watch TV shows in the 60s and the 70s, it was all about... Men with moustaches, white teeth. It was cigars, the whiskey, the you know, the the manly man, the the rancher, and all that sort of stuff. And it, it's still there to a point. You know, Americans are somewhat obsessed. Well, I suppose we're all obsessed now with the exterior. So pearly white teeth, Botox, the hair, all the, all that jazz. Kim but, Kardashian's fault. Well, that's the thing we promote. In, I mean, I think. A lot of people do talk about America's influence on the West. A lot of these things came from America. You know, a lot of the fast food restaurants in the UK yeah. came from America. A lot of the TV shows that people prefer come from America. A lot of culture today is influenced by things that happened in America. And 
whether it's good or bad or not is a is another question because Britain is just as bad as America now in terms of statistics and We've health and weight and, and all that sort of stuff. It's, I mean, we're not the worst. There are some countries which are which are pretty abysmal, but it's a strain on. I mean, not to talk about the UK too much, but their influence has caused problems elsewhere, and they were it's a superpower. To them off. They were the superpower of the world at one point. America probably still are the closest thing to being a superpower of the world. Whatever they say, people follow. I still say that as soon as the whole of America, as soon as it becomes federal law that marijuana is legal, Britain will follow very quickly. Okay. To move on, though, there's one thing that always surprises me when I hear it on the news, which is um, America kicking off that uh, Russia has interfered in some other countries' affairs, or China has interfered and it's terrible <coughs> and it's all wrong and everything. They do exactly the same day in, day out, and always oh. have done. They're worse. Yeah, sorry. I'm yeah, they're probably far I worse than anybody just else. Remember something. In, you know, in the Afghan war, uh, there was a general who went over um, to try and sort out, to help the Afghans rebuild, basically. They come across this field that was being uh, used as a poppy field to make heroin. So they asked if they could change it to cotton. He was told no, because the Americans won't buy cotton outside of America, but they're more than happy to buy heroin out of America to supply back into the Americans so they can keep their drugs on, their war on drugs going. So they're basically supplying themselves from Afghanistan with their own drugs. Wow. That's, that's the Americans for you. Sounds about right. Yeah. I thought that was absolutely amazing when I, sort of, I found that out. Well, I think this, the, the war on drugs is another thing that causes the American population. Again, based on the size of the country, it's a lot more televised and, and, just, and talked about more in the UK. But... Yeah, the amount of drugs in America is, is absolutely obs obscene. And they do it themselves. The the war on drugs and the war on terror, they're, they're a way of fear-mongering their population to stay indoors, lock themselves in, and Order basically vegetate in front of these pointless TV shows that they... I don't know why the, the Kardashian sisters or family <laughs> exist. I could talk about them. And they're very negative influence I, you can say what i know that she started she now has a business she's a businesswoman she's got perfume clothes and, and all that stuff and then to a certain extent that that's fine but it all stemmed from a sex, a tape. sex tape yeah that's where it came from and before that i'm not sure what she did with her life i know her father was the lawyer of oj simpson rob the, rob kardashian the family gained notoriety from that then she released a sex tape, and now, I mean, I can't necessarily blame her. She just capitalised on it. She took the opportunity. She's very smart, actually. She did it, but it's it's there. That family alone have influenced you know millions of people around the world to try and become what they are: fake this, fake that, and and talking to that family. Then that brings me to uh, Kanye, because he did say. <laughs> I'm going to run for the U.S. presidency in 2020. He's back down now. He has, has he? Yeah, he's back down. He says he's not going for it now. After meeting Trump, he's not going for it. Could you imagine the choice, Kanye West or Donald Trump? Well, I think Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson wanted to become president. He would be good as well. I would gladly. Well, I, I can't vote, but I would. I would gladly vote for what Rock. Vote for the Rock to yeah. be president of the United States. Yeah, he's awesome. Lay the smackdown on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's that type of person you want. You, you don't. 
you want someone who exudes confidence. You want someone the population can be confident about and have faith that they're going to improve the country. It, it doesn't matter who you vote. You've got to vote for the person that's going to make those hard decisions. And you, I mean, maybe I don't read enough about it, but I haven't seen any of that in the news about America or Donald Trump. You know, his thing is built. Obama had Obamacare bringing health insurance to the the poorest members of their country. All Trump wants to do is build a wall <laughs> around it to yeah. keep those people out. The ones who actually keep the economy going for them. The ones yeah. who do all the jobs that the Americans don't want to do. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with healthy immigration. Immigration is very healthy for countries and it serves a very good purpose. What he's focusing on is he wants to keep out you know, the drugs, the gang members, the terrorists and all these other arbitrary things. But if anything, he's just making it worse. Mm. As, as far as the drugs go, I still say that I don't understand why drugs aren't legalized and controlled. Because prohibition doesn't work. Americans actually proved that in 1950 when they banned alcohol. It didn't work. It just went under. It, it goes yeah. underground. And, yeah. and it just happens. goes worse then because the crime rates go up. People want it more because it's, it's kind of a, a taboo thing to do. So they want it more. and So just make it legal. Control it all. Yeah, which, and I say that with Britain as well. Control, which which always does happen as soon as you make something illegal, people will want to do it more because it's you know it's the thrill of getting away with something that yeah. you're not supposed to be doing. It's human nature. Like when your parents told you not to do something, the first thing you did was do it. That it's, thing. It's, it's that red yeah, button yeah. thing, isn't it? Don't push the red button. So what do you yeah. do? Push the red button. button. What's it do? You know, you've got to be in by ten o'clock. Don't show up till eleven. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that <laughs> it's humans, and, and they're just naturally inclined to go against the grain. We we always have. Yeah. And yeah, making something illegal just takes it underground, and it, it's. <coughs> you, you, did you just breathe? Breathe your drink in, Chris. <coughs> you spat all over your clean new microphones. <laughs> I think I missed your microphone. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we're not worried about your well-being. We're more concerned about the equipment. <coughs> But it's an interesting country, though. I'd love to, <coughs> I'd love to travel and spend a significant more significant amount more of time in America to to really delve into the history and why it is the way it is. There's, there's, I know it's a it's a very young superpower, you know. It's it's almost like the stroppy teenager of the world at the moment. It's, <coughs> it's, it's having its moment yeah. to try and yeah. mature and become something else, but it's been heavily influenced significantly by violence and that was partly our fault and i just think they need to move away from that but can and you say that about other countries like australia new zealand anything that's part of the british commonwealth we did the exact same that we did to america and yet look at them they're perfectly fine I australia mean, Africa, is actually thriving at the moment they, they've probably yeah, got australia. one of the best economical situations going the, the immigrants are absolutely brilliant. Their immigration laws are brilliant. I mean, I suppose it's quite a sizable country as well. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's empty because it's... <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's outback. Desert and outback and... But even, even though that, they're still doing far better than a lot of other countries. And yet we did the exact same to them as we did to the Americans. The only difference is they kind of did a... a I'm trying to think of the word. They didn't attack us to get their freedom. They sat down and worked out a freedom rather than just... I think it's that element of it. In Australia, we just... We kind of left them to their own devices. We said, right, here's all the criminals that we don't want <laughs> in the UK. We'll plop you on this, you know, this horrible desert-like island, go off and do your own thing. And then we just sort of left, left them alone. Yeah. But with America, yeah, it was the whole 
independence of sovereignty from the UK and it was a violent conflict and then that's when they wrote the laws about bearing arms because of the corrupt governments and unfortunately that very small part of the constitution causes a lot of problems today and it, it's an amendment you know it's what the fifth amendment yeah can't they make a sixth amendment to change <laughs> some of these laws oh they'd be up to modernize them yeah you couldn't do it now i don't think yeah I you think can't change anything now if you try to ban guns in america now you would have a full-on riot in your hands with guns which is not a good thing which is and especially texans then that's so they would definitely do it oh, I, yeah, it's I, sad the amount it's there's at least one a month i think school shootings where mm. these poor children well south park take the mick out of it because there's always in every episode this season they've had a school shooting and the kids are just sitting there just guns flying past and they're just not even bothered and that's that's how it's like now in america it's just no one's no horrible one. growing up every day you know constantly thinking is it my school today is it my school tomorrow yeah it could very well be you know and the solution is to not arm the teachers or the students giving more people guns is a stupid solution to gun control fighting fire with fire doesn't but, work yeah. but that's the mentality mm. That's the general mentality as well, you know. If other people were there with guns, half of these people wouldn't have been killed. Well, so you promoted a firefight. Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, if someone is going to cause harm with, let's say, a knife, for example, you probably get one or two people, and that's, a, that's about as far as you go. There's no way that you can kill 36 people with a knife. No, no. Unless you're some sort of samurai warrior. Jackie Chan. Yeah. You know, you're talking some sort of serious training, or you know, a, a lot of the school shootings are just a begruntled student yeah. who goes in and kills all the bullies, and then just becomes they become so twisted that they can they don't know, see you straight anymore. Yeah. So why are they not helping these students? Why are this happening so much? Well, why haven't they got problem. people there to recognise it and take them aside and say, look, you clearly need some help. I think what what can we do to help you? System as yeah. well. I, I don't know enough about the American health the healthcare system in terms of mental health, what they do to help the students and people who clearly need some sort of guidance and helping their life when you know they're bullied and they go on this well, they go down that particular path. But at the end of it, even, you know, young children, you know, fourteen, fifteen years old, some of them <coughs> even younger can take their parents' gun from the locker at home go to school and kill 20 people yeah. in the blink of an eye well, that's another thing you hear of quite regularly as a kid picking up their parents gun and accidentally shooting the parent or themselves or something yeah. like that and there's video clips and some of them are just stupid where they're playing with the gun and they put it next to their head and pretend to shoot and then they do shoot and they've accidentally just shot themselves in the head it's like don't be so horror stupid horror stories like three four year old toddlers opening their parents nightstand and there's a desert eagle there yeah kid picks up a gun because you know what the four or even five year old boys do That's they right. run around playing cowboys and indians so he yeah, picks yeah. up the gun goes oh cool picks it up yeah no more kids and like i said there's been cases where the kids shoot the parents shoot the dog shoot their brothers and sisters you know yeah it doesn't then just affect whoever got shot it affects the kid for shooting that, that kid's never going to grow up with the same again he's he's always going to have that or she's always going to have that in her head and i know it comes down to the parents you know, if you are going to have a weapon, then it needs to be put under lock and key, and it needs to be in an area where children can't reach it. I think there is an argument there for, you know, stupid people doing <laughs> stupid things, but, you know, 
it doesn't matter how stupid you are, if a, when you put a gun into that equation, it's never going to end well for a lot of the population. And no, okay. So I'm going to wrap this up now on our quick discussion about what we've learned so far. Um, one of the things we've learned is monster energy drinks are <laughs> not compatible <laughs> with breathing into your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a new word from Carl, be gruntled. <laughs> I need to bring an umbrella next time Chris talks. <laughs> and I, I think we've come to the conclusion that the original question was, what's the point of America? Entertainment value. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Movies, uh, films. I, I so. think, no, and the stupid things they do. And the stupid things they do. I, I think they provide so much entertainment that um, let's keep them around. We'd miss them if they weren't they're there. They're just not as great as they think they are. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> but, but, they are, but the whole country is entertaining, especially their leader. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Excellent. Okay, that's solved that question then. <laughs> thank you, Carl. Thank you, Chris. And thank you to everyone for listening. Goodbye.